I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today, we're gonna to be talking about five principles of effective communication. As you know, Margaret does a lot of research during the week for us and looks for different topics to educate us and help you guys learn new skills and improve how you are in your relationships. Because we're not just trying to, quote unquote, get your ex back. We're trying to get your ex back and keep them. But you have to really make changes. So Margaret found some information in the book attached that she liked regarding communication. And I'm still talking in particular about anxious folks and communication. So, okay. okay, here they are, the five principles. Wear your heart on your sleeve at least occasionally. Okay, now you don't want to go around vulnerable all of the time. Mm -hmm. But we're also talking about you will never get too far in a relationship if you aren't vulnerable and honest some of the time. You, you, ha you really you have, have to. You have to be, mm -hmm. yeah. Otherwise, it's not really a connection. That's it's right. kind of like a surface level, yeah. you know, connection. You know, it's nothing deep and meaningful. Right. So it requires you your being genuine and completely honest about your feelings. Emotionally brave, we call that. Okay. Now remember, we're not talking about this is what we want you to do with your ex. We're not telling you to do these strategies to get your ex back or if you're in no contact. We're talking about if you're dating again, either your ex yep. or you're back or with them again, else. we're looking at the strategies for them. And we're hoping okay? that some of this might help you understand what happened with your relationship too. Exactly. So number one is wear your heart on your sleeve and be real. Number two is focus on your own needs, which is extremely difficult for anxious folks. Yes. Because they're always afraid they will overwhelm and drive away their partner. Yeah. Okay? Very true. Focus on your needs. The but the ir irony behind that is that when you don't have your partner uh, giving in the relationship, they're no longer investing in the relationship. So you're trying to do it so they won't leave you, but it actually works the opposite. Yes, the more they invest, the more they're going to be wanting to stay in the relationship. Right. right. It's not simple. Mm -hmm. Focus on your needs. The idea is to get your needs across. When expressing your needs, we are always referring to the needs that take your partner's well-being into consideration as well. In other words, you're not going to say to your partner, I want you to give up your life so that you can be there for me 24-7 and I don't have to be anxious. Mm -hmm. You know, that other person's well-being has to be taken into consideration. Sure. If they end up hurting him or her, you're sure to get hurt too. After all, you and your partner are an emotional unit. When expressing your needs, it's helpful to use verbs such as, I need, I feel, I want, which focuses on what you are trying to accomplish and not on your partner's shortcomings. Okay, and I think we forget to do that. Those, are, those come under the rules of fair fighting too. All right. Mm -hmm. 
So here are some examples of what somebody who's being true, truly honest with their partner can say. I need to feel confident in the relationship. When you chat up the waitress, I feel like I'm on thin ice. What would you do if somebody said that to you? If somebody said that they felt I was on, they felt that they were on thin ice when I was chatting up the waitress, I would say, okay, tell me about that. Yeah. What's going on? You know, tell me what makes you feel like that. Because especially my personality, right. I'm really friendly. Yes, you'd be chatting up the waitress. Yeah, I'm friendly with yeah. everybody. So I'm just, that's just my nature. Um, I like to laugh, have a good time. And Doesn't so, mean I don't love you. Yeah. 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 Um, I feel devalued when you contradict me in front of your friends. Mm -hmm. I need to feel that you respect my opinion. Mm -hmm. I want to know I can trust you. When you go to bars with your friends, I worry a lot that you'll cheat on me. Okay? And he's probably saying, I didn't do any of these things. Mm -hmm. Why is she accusing me of all this? Sure. Be specific. If you speak in general terms, your partner may not understand exactly what you really need, mm -hmm. which may lower his or her chances of getting it right. State precisely what is bothering you. When you don't stay the night, when you don't check up on me every day, when you said you loved me and then took it back. Mm -hmm. Okay? These are, th these are the things that are bothering me. And if he's avoided, he may have no idea that she's upset or how much she's upset. Yeah. Okay? That's but true. that doesn't necessarily mean that he won't listen. Mm -hmm. Don't blame. Never make your partner feel selfish, incompetent, or inadequate. This is the fourth one, right? Yep, this is number four. Effective communication is not about highlighting the other person's shortcomings and making accusations, because that will quickly lead you away from the point and into a dueling match. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you find a time when you're calm to discuss things. You'll find, the, you'll find that attempting to use effective communication when you're on the verge of exploding is a contradiction in terms. Mm -hmm. You'll most likely sound angry or judgmental. So wait until both of you are in a reasonably calm kind of setting. Mm -hmm. And if the guy is avoidant, it occurs to me more and more that he goes around saying, why is she so upset and what does she want from me? Mm -hmm. She wants to feel loved. Well, she knows I love her. How does she know? Did you tell her? Well, no, but I acted like I loved her. No, you have to say the words. That's what makes us different from the birds and the bees. Mm -hmm. Okay? Be assertive and non-apologetic. Your relationship needs are valid, period. Though people with different attachment styles may not see your concerns as legitimate, mm -hmm. they're essential for your happiness. Yeah and expressing them authentically is crucial to effective communication. Mm -hmm. You just got to be careful not to overwhelm the person. Right, exactly. Who's still going around saying, what's she so upset about? <laughs> yeah. This point is especially important if you have an anxious attachment style, mm -hmm. because our culture encourages you to believe that many of your needs are not legitimate. But whether they are legitimate or not for someone else is besides beside the point. Mm -hmm. They are essential for your happiness and that's what's important. In other words, they might say, well, why do you need all that reassurance? Joe down the street doesn't have to reassure his wife every 20 minutes. Well, you're not with Joe's wife. 
you know, with me. And these are the things that are important to me. Even if they sound needy or silly or frivolous, this is how it is. Yeah. Okay. So the fifth one was be assertive and, and non-apologetic. Non-apologetic, right. I have needs. That's right. And then there's an interesting thing in here that says, you know how they read people Miranda rights? That there are lots of guys who read women Miranda rights. A colleague of ours named Diane used to joke about guys who would Mirandize her, inform her of what she had a right to expect when dating him. I don't think I'm ready for commitment. That was the first one. They would say, meaning, if this doesn't work out, don't say I didn't warn you. Apparently, like the police, who are protected legally when they interrogate a suspect, these guys felt absolved of any emotional responsibility toward Diane once they had read the Miranda Law. Wow. Okay? Um, and if you're anxious, you can certainly read a Miranda Law. Uh, I'm going to need a lot of attention in this relationship. That's just how I am. If mm -hmm. it bothers you, we'll work together to work it out. Mm -hmm. And this, I think, I, did, I, did I tell the one about the, the email? I think I told Mr. Craig, I'm not sure I told everyone. Um, there was a woman who was extremely upset and anxious about her husband, who was a physician who worked in an emergency room. And she would become terrified if she didn't hear from him several times a day. On the other hand, he was being called from emergency to emergency and there wasn't much he can do. So what they settled on was he wrote a sort of general message and he would send the same general message several times a day. Yeah, say, we talked I'm thinking, about that in the other did we talk uh, about a different video. Yeah. Okay, uh, but I love that. Even though he, all he had to do was press the button, that was enough for her. It calmed her down. It calmed her down. Yeah. So there are ingenious solutions that can be can be come up with. But it's interesting that the one guy she's attracted to is the one that physically can't talk to her at any moment right. that he, you know being a doctor exactly, exactly. It, it reminds me of the quote i only want what i need from someone who can't give it to me that's right <laughs> and there's part of that built into all this and i think ultimately that has something to do with what we think we deserve because remember i was quite fascinated with that dr helmstetter guy who maintains that we take thousands and millions of messages with us from childhood that we don't even know that we have inside and that parents don't mean to be destructive but what we hear is don't do this don't do that you're good at this you're not good at that etc mm -hmm. etc et and if you end up anxious you have internalized a large number of those okay so it's very important to be able to say some nice things to yourself no matter what your attachment style is you're a good person. I'm a good person. Why wouldn't I deserve to be happy? Mm -hmm. Okay. Whereas what people are much, much more likely to tell us is, I keep thinking how difficult I am, how needy I am, how terrible I am, and how no one wants to be with me. Yeah. You know. Wow. So um, anyway, it's important to be honest if you if you are anxious, just as it is if you're avoidant. Yeah. Now, what could the avoidant person say? Um, sometimes I kind of go into a shell and I don't respond to you and it could be very annoying or distressing but it doesn't mean I don't love you. Okay, fine. You know, yeah. as long as you can tell people those things. This is what you're getting. Yeah, don't make them read your mind. Well, people can't read minds. And yeah. how many times have I heard, well, 
if he couldn't figure out how I was feeling, then he's really insensitive. Ugh. No, he, he should didn't. know. The old yeah. he should he know. He should know, yeah. I've dated girls like that in the yeah. past. Oh, he should know. He oh, should know. no. No, he doesn't oh, know no. at all. And he's totally puzzled. And he's going to come in and say to me, I'm so confused. I don't know what she wants from me. I try to make her happy and I don't seem to get anywhere. And she says I don't love her, but I love her with all my heart. Mm -hmm. So, no, we need to use the words. It's like I'll say to the guy, well, did you tell her that you loved her? Well, no. I had a guy say to me the other day, my mother and my aunt told me together that I have to be very careful of women entrapping me, that that's what they'll want to do. Well, I don't blame him for not telling anybody he loved him if that's what he believed, <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so. All right, so good information. Um, hopefully that, you know, gives you some strategies and skills to think about and maybe write those skills down and try and be conscious of it and aware of it um, and realize that keeping things to yourself does not necessarily mean you're going to keep the person. In fact, it might wind up then less invested in you in the relationship and easier for them to leave. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that makes a relationship really work is honesty. But we're told that it's weak and not okay to be needy or dependent. And that's a part of any relationship. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So make sure you put a thumbs up on the video for Margaret and her hard work and research. Of course, when you want to get our help personally with your situation, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is also available for Skype coaching. If you think I can be helpful, please sign up with me. I'd love to talk with you. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And we are podcasting now if you're interested. That's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.